Welcome to Nice Work, a podcast of the Super Nice Club, where our mission is real simple. We're just trying to make the world 10% nicer. I'm your host, Todd Brilliant, and today we're going to be talking to amazing drummer Ronnie Venucci. He plays for one of the world's greatest rock bands, The Killers, and an incredible guitarist, Taylor Milne, who plays guitar alongside Ronnie in not just The Killers, but also their side band, Big Talk, and in his own great band, The Silver State. We'll play a brand new track from the Solar State at the end of the podcast, so just wait for it. These guys, Ronnie and Taylor, have been great friends forever, and we'll get into their friendship, um, the State of the Killers 2021 tour, of course. We'll also talk about things like bubble baths and ball shots and Werner Herzog impersonations in there, it is, and just, just a bunch of stuff, just a bunch of great stuff. If you're a fan of music, fan of the Killers, you should listen to this podcast. These are These are two guys who are just lucky enough to be doing what they love to do. And they totally get it. They totally get how lucky they are. And that's nice work. Um, Oh, we're also going to be giving away our very last Super Nice Club Adidas black, with white stripes, of course, track jacket. So that's buried in this podcast somewhere. So listen for that if you want to get your hands on it. Okay, here we go. Okay, check that out. Now look at it. Now what's to say? Recording. Yeah, and you look better. Um, all right, ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank you very much for spending some time with me today. Taylor, Ronnie, what are you guys doing? What's up? What are you doing with all your downtime right now? First of all, I'd like to say don't thank us yet. We've only okay. just begun. <laughs> okay, I can I can edit the thank you out later. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's, bad, it's bad news to assume that this is just going to go perfect. I could or, just or even it. well. Well, it's definitely not. And I, I yeah, I t- I'm taking huh. part in this uh, with that full intention. It's going to end bad. All right. I'm looking it's, forward I to it. I can sell it. I can sell it either way. I can sell it either way. Mm-hmm. Market it, the right graphics. It'll be fine. What are you guys doing? Going oh, um, you're in, you're in Park I, City, right, Ronnie? Yep. I'm in Park City, Utah. And Taylor, you're in I Vegas. Have been, have been here for a while. Taylor, you're in Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm what are you Vegas, filling your days with? Yeah. I wish I was in Utah. Uh, well, you know, so it's like, to be honest, uh, damn. Week on, week off with the kids, which is tough. Uh, so you're swapping them back they're, and forth between houses right still. now? Yeah, and I'm also, you know, yeah. I'm still doing the dentistry thing. So Yeah, which I want to talk about. I want to, as interesting as the music is, I also think that you're, <laughs> you're, uh, "Quote unquote dentistry thing is super interesting, so I want to come back to that. Um, yeah, if you don't mind talking about it a little bit, you know? No, for sure. And uh, also because one day I'm going to be one of your clients when I save up. You see, look yeah. at these. Like y'all can't, y'all can't. You don't don't get the video, but can you guys see this? Yeah, you need help. Yeah, these vampire teeth. That. These vampire yeah. teeth need to go. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's got a class three occlusion. He's got his laterals get a, get a free, are class three. His laterals." His laterals are class three, and the rest yeah. of them are in a class of their own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so some good old dental humor out there. You know what? what what's tough, though, is that uh, Ronnie and I, you know, honestly should be together right now. Yeah, it's, pain, it's painful that we're not together. Making yeah, sweet music? Should, yeah, we should be, uh, you know, working on... Making these new tunes whole. On Big Talk 3? 
Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> after the wild, that'd be the, per- that'd be the perfect uh, title for for the for another record three for the third record <laughs> big talk so go and take us back a second way way back to the days of uh like yester vegas where and when did you guys where'd you guys meet i mean the way i remember meeting ronnie is uh honestly like uh backyard parties where ronnie was you know in the most badass bands in town and uh <laughs> couple years older than me so like uh i'd have to kind of like weasel my way out of my house and like out of my parents supervision and go to these parties but but i was already way into playing guitar and knew what good music was that's also how i like discovered ted and then i just remember like ronnie uh seeing ronnie play in the best bands in vegas if the band that he was in was playing, that was going to be a good fucking party. So this is what, what year are we talking about? Oh man. When you got to that ballpark. Jeez. This would be 97, 90. Yeah. 96, 97, somewhere around there. Yeah. So you guys are coming up on your 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should do something, throw a party or something. I mean, that was, I feel <laughs> was big. Time. I I feel like I saw him when I was like fifteen. So I went, you know, I got sent away to this school in Samoa. It's it's. I hate to keep bringing it up. Everybody's heard it, but like, it is a big thing in my life because I was just gone. You know, to um, Samoa. Yeah, I got sent to this school in Samoa. So for a year, but uh, so I definitely like saw Ronnie. Before that, I don't know if he remembers meeting me or not, but I saw Ronnie and Ted before that, like when I was 15. Ted said, I remember, I remember, <clears throat> I remember cleaning up beer from a party at my friend's house that Attaboy Skip played at. And I remember getting in trouble for it because, uh, you know, if you clean up like a million beers, some of it spills on you. I might have had one or two. Oh, so you got home. But my parents busted me for it. When you smelled like beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just cleaned it up. But Attaboy Skip played that, and that was Ronnie and Ted and Shay Bronson. Um, And so. I I don't know that he knew me. When was was the first time that you guys played music together? Well, that's that's funny. I feel like uh, I was super persistent with my friend Caleb. We had written some songs, um, and we were young assholes. And I said, "Dude, we need we need this drummer to play in our band." And didn't Ronnie? Didn't I just show up at your house? Didn't we show up at your and, house after practice? And he wasn't this available, like- so that they went over to my house instead. <laughs> <laughs> But didn't we do something like that? Like we were just like standing out there after Attaboy's skip practice and like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we just like came on pretty hard. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, um, you know, I'd had rehearsals at, at my house with one band. And then as the, as everybody was leaving, um, my, my second date for the night showed up and it was, um, yeah, Caleb and Taylor. Yeah. 
yeah. the unannounced. But I was I was sort of I was sort of doing that with a with another band too that with um, some kids that were you know basically wanted to be like um, the Las Vegas version of like the Minutemen. Um, so it was like uh, there was a band called Curl Up and Die. It was sort of oh, yeah. Vegas hardcore scene, and so uh, me, one of the guys from that band, and another guy from one of my other bands had like this little punk rock, couple of punk rock sessions. Shay um, at the house, yeah, Shay, Shay Meredith, um, who uh, who now resides in sunny Southern California, and and still shreds, I hear. Um, yeah, he does. But yeah, so that was that was a that was an interesting night. Our first meeting. It was loud as fuck too. It was uh, on the louder side, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, good. so you guys weren't really friends when you first started to play music. Your friendship developed concurrently. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, still it's not. Still in a work of progress. It's yeah. still not where <laughs> we want it to be. You know, it's friends. Is, <laughs> you know. People throw out that term a lot. So it's not quotation marks. Yeah. Not necessarily what's happening here. Yeah, but he, he played it. He played with us, though, that night. What was that band called? That was called uh, Expert on October. And, you know, Ted Theodore Sable. Hi, Ted. You know, he was a big part of that band. It was the four of us. Uh, me, Caleb, Ronnie, and Ted. Um, and... The story with that was like Ronnie said, Hey, all right, I'll play with you, but I want Ted to be in the band. And me and Caleb were just like, well, you know, fucking Ted's a better guitar player than both of us. And, you know, we kind of like, have, you know, created these songs. So we don't need Ted playing guitar because <laughs> what else are we going to do? And so Ted just like played everything else. And he played bass mainly, but like, you know, we were intimidated by Ted's guitar playing. How about now? So, How about today? Are you still intimidated oh yeah, by his uh, guitar playing? Yeah. Oh, but okay. You know what? But I, but I love it. Like being in like playing with the killers and like having Ted there, he's the sweetest. I mean, he's such an asset. Like Ted is crazy. The way he like, writes charts and like, you know, he's just very thorough and, uh, Great guy to be in a band with. So you could pretty much put that band back together now, right? Sound like a good idea. I don't know that that would ever happen. <laughs> but you're in a band with Caleb now, the Silver State. Yeah, he's he, they got a thing yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah, you guys got a, a side a side friendship going on. Yeah, and you guys just yeah. put a new record out. What two months ago? Something like that. Yeah, it's called Why Are You Why Am I. So it's oh, good. I never, I never, I never got it. Seriously. I never got it. I just got it. I thought it was Yuriumi. No, yeah. Why are you? Yeah, no, I, I never got it. I feel really, as usual, pretty stupid. Okay, so it's why the letters Y R U Y M I. I'm. It took me a long time to get like R O L F and L O L and all the other ones too. I mean, I, yeah, know I, I still don't know what those mean. Yeah. So this is the album title is for the kids. I get it. That's smart. It's clever. Yeah. Yeah. So a new album, Why Are You, Why Am I, out now, streaming, all that. Yes. Is that the second one you guys have done? Third. Or did you? Fourth. Third. Okay. Third, third, third or fourth. Fourth. 
All right. Well, yeah. it's out. I'm glad. I like it. I love it a lot. We're gonna um, we're gonna do a little a little a little super nice club giveaway associated with that album later on. Awesome. Talk, which you don't even know anything about yet, but it's gonna quadruple your sales. You wait and see, because it's a sweet nice. giveaway. Um, so big talk was the first time you guys recorded together, or or what? Well, no, oh actually, no, we, we, we yeah, we'd made records before. So the big talk was different in in so far as that uh, I I wasn't really on the drums. I was on guitar and trying to sing. Well, trying guitar as well. Collecting uh, guitars for sure. You were collecting guitars. Yeah, like Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still doing that? Another one just arrived. Oh, just today, excellent. Just right now. But I I, uh, I haven't purchased a guitar in probably um, six years, though. So uh, this one had my name on it, literally. So I had to get it. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I started you got a signature model? making making songs. No, 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 no. It's just an it's an old um, Martin with my name on it. It's cool. Somebody sharpie Ronnie Venucci on it. Thought, God, now he'll buy it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'll show it to you guys after this. Oh, so no, the the big talk was, um, I was writing songs as a result of a, a little time off from the Killers and feeling a little weird that I had all this time and and um, no outlet. So I decided to <clears throat> try to finish a few song ideas. And they, they kind of started piling up, and I asked Taylor if he wouldn't mind coming and hearing a few things and maybe playing on some stuff. And um, it was just uh, he came over to the studio. I showed him a couple of stuff and a couple of things, and um, we started drinking. And um, we, we, yeah, we, he said, well, why don't, why don't we do this tomorrow again too? <laughs> and And – so on and so forth. It just kind of uh, continued on and t- until we had a uh, 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 enough for for a record. Because and Ronnie's uh, bourbon collection is the best. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's, it's, yeah. It's so that's when I met you, Taylor. Was when you were <laughs> when you were doing Big Talk. I'm pretty sure that's when we met. Yeah, that's uh, when you and I met. No, when when Taylor and I met. Oh, okay. Because Taylor came into town into Healdsburg, I think, to do some. Yeah, because what's his name was there doing the uh, uh, the engineer um, superhero Alan Mulder, the superhero Alan Mulder. Alan Mulder was there helping you guys with it, and I think that's when I met you, Taylor. That seems about right. It was, and you know, I remember, I remember because you guys were doing your sort of uh, media thing, and you're doing Jimmy Kimmel. Remember that night when you played Jimmy Kimmel? Yes, um, no, and I remember being. Well, you played Jimmy Kimmel how many times, Ronnie? It's it was special for Taylor that night. All right, it was special. I remember watching you, Taylor, and going, "Man, this is." I mean, I think it was like the first time that he's been like on national TV, right, in front of that kind of crowd, and what a big moment that must be. It was just really fun to watch that. It was really fun to watch you up there and having that moment. Do you remember that moment? You know, I didn't really enjoy that very much, to be honest. Uh, it was oh, really? more stressful to me. No, I mean, I 
I can I can appreciate like what what it was, but uh, I got up there and you know there was so much electronical gear and activity under the stage that I couldn't use the guitar that I wanted to use. And so, you know, it's the first time I was playing on TV and I had to just like, luckily, you know, one of the other band members, uh, had another guitar, you know, electrical activity just in lights and stuff. They can just create noise. That's just mm-hmm. not acceptable for a performance. So, um, but luckily I, somebody else had another guitar. So I was like, Oh shit. I'll play this guitar, but it was stressful a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not a perspective. I mean, I, at the time I, it just looked like you were, yes. yeah, like, you, you hit it. Well, no, yeah. you hit it. Well, the guitar that I'm playing on there, which ended up being a guitar that I wish I owned for sure. Beautiful guitar. The one that was on loan from John or something. Was that John's? I think it was Tenacious D's. Like it's a collective, collectively owned instrument. But uh, yes, I was really grateful for it. Beautiful guitar. So since since then you've done, when you've been playing uh, with the Killers, you've done a lot of other, I mean, you've done other TV shows. You've played in front of huge crowds, in front of dozens, yeah. hundreds even, right? Um, Hundreds, have you yeah. gotten used to it at all? Is that a thing? Like this is more new to you, right? <laughs> um, oh, but this man. is more new to you. Is, are you? Is it old? Is it just old habit? Are you still There's excited still by it? Is it? You still wake up and go, "Wow, I just played in front of fifty thousand people." Yeah, I'm still absolutely excited by it. I'm thrilled by it. Um, Ronnie still makes me. You know, me and Ronnie are in like direct sightline of each other, and he is the first motherfucker that looks at me. He keeps me in line. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I, I'm nervous for every show, to be honest. There's there's certain moments that, like, make me more nervous than others. And there's, like, there's moments in the show where uh, it flows and it's easy and I'm not worried about it. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm, always, I'm always concerned and I always take it seriously. Like, you know, I worked my whole life to get I, – I got a job playing, getting paid to play guitar and – just the dream. But he he keeps me that motherfucker keeps me in line. He looks at me. I'm always looking at him because I want to be on time and I struggle. I do? But he's always looking at me. <clears throat> yeah. You're looking at me. Fake news. I see you. So are you are you big brothering him at all, Ronnie? No, I'm I'm looking at him to make sure I'm in time. I don't. I, it's the other way around. I think the entire the entire group looks at each other just to make sure we're we're, we're yeah in time and nobody no everybody thinks they're following somebody else. <laughs> well, that's the great thing about yeah the the killers are just like uh, it's the great thing. If you ever get to if you ever have the chance to like be on stage and see the killers, um, you see a real band, a real rock band. That's how we play. I'm sure you know this already, but some of the things that you do really impact people for a long time. Um, it just so happens that yesterday or was the day before I got a message from a guy on Instagram because I think it, it was the three year anniversary. Maybe it was five. Remember that show you played and I was with you guys was and he was in Guadalajara a few years back. Like oh yeah. I remember Guadalajara. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you, <laughs> this guy 
Ronnie, you guys invite people up to play uh, to drum on what song is it? When you invite a drummer um, up, sometimes. Yeah, Reason. it's well, Reason's it's unknown. it happens on a few songs, but okay. but usually, yeah, it's that that song. Yeah. yeah. So you invited somebody up, and this this young kid came up on stage and just he just absolutely killed it. A young local just absolutely killed it. it was the it was the yeah. moment of his life i happened to, i was sitting on the side of the stage so i recorded it for him i sent him the thing and he messaged me oh, saying cool. man three years ago today this happened ah. thank you so much for this video that night totally changed my life as a musician wow you know and awesome. it, it like, yeah i was uh that <clears> has to be something that you hear pretty regularly though and it's got to be pretty rewarding uh yeah i mean it's 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 such a fine um there's it's 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 a lot of fun to have people sort of share a more communal experience and with a little bit of like without a net type of situation you know that stuff is planted we don't plant any musicians out there it's 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 really fun to see how that affects people and how that sort of you could see it on their faces, and um, it's a it's a, just a nice bit of uh, you know spontaneity or uh, yeah yeah. Ronnie, just, you told I me mean, one you got to think uh, years ago. Oh, Taylor's still going on about this. All right, no, let's hear it. Thinking about it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Tell this, us, Taylor. This fucking it's so <clears throat> scary for them. For those people to get up there, you know what I mean. Like sure. some of them practice, yeah. some yeah. of them don't. But the one thing That's that is so the impressive only about, I wanna, yeah. Well, sometimes I mean it almost crashes just straight into the mountain, and it has a couple times, right? Where we're just like, no, you got to go. Yeah, we've had to peel a couple people off. Give the yeah. back. But uh, um, I. And what people need to know is that it's just like it that's real. That's it. That's what's happening. It's not set up. Ronnie, once you, you told me when I was thinking about doing this podcast, I remembered that you just this moment where you told me that you still look up to your UNLV drum teacher and that you're pretty much humbled daily by how much there is to learn as a musician. And you were just kind of telling me like, yeah. man, I don't know anything about the drum. <clears throat> but someday. And I remember thinking, man, this guy really loves what he does and still really feels lucky about it. You know, I'm assuming you still feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm probably now, now more, more so than ever. I've had a lot of downtime. And so I'm look, watching YouTubes and uh, Instagrams and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching people play drums and just, it makes me feel like I, I, I'm playing with the flippers instead of hands. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. Um, and you surround yourself with all sorts of amazingly talented musicians, right? So you're always pushing each other. That's the key. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah, we got a good, we got a good crew. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors real quick. You guys ready for this? All right. I, yeah. I don't. All right. I don't, have a, Denny's? I don't have a studio. I heard, I heard, I heard Denny's was a sponsor. They were, but they they've they've closed down. Yeah, so they stopped sending well, the checks during the virus. What are, we, what are we doing here? Um, you're just listening to my sponsor shtick. I'm going to read it wow. off a piece of paper here. Hold on. 
All right. No, you're not. Stop, man. All right. I just want to thank. I just want to thank our sponsors, uh, the members of the Super Nice Club. <laughs> you're our sponsors. So, thanks for thanks for that. Thanks for being our sponsors. All the no, all the great Super Nice talk. Club gear that you buy goes, goes straight to uh, this podcast. So, thank you for being a member of the Super Nice Club. And that's it. That's that's our only that's the only sponsor we need. But that segues into the giveaway. Gonna give away the very last Adidas Super Nice Club joint track jacket. We have one left. Those were all pre-ordered, sold out a long time ago. We have a women's large. And if you want to get your hands on that one, we will ship it to you. Here's all you need to do. You just need to follow on Instagram at the Silver Stater. T-H-E Silver Stater. It's got an R on the end. It's like Silver State, but that was probably taken. So they're just like, fuck it. We'll put an R on the end. Now we have our own Instagram thing. That's what happened, right, Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. So follow at exactly Silver Stater. And then go listen to their record, Yuruyumi. Okay? Go listen to Yuruyumi, also known as Why Are You, Why Am I. Tell us the name of your favorite song off the record. Just I just make just like make a comment on the Super Nice Club post for this podcast on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll be entered to win. Odds of you winning, pretty good. All right. Cause I don't know how many Nobody people get as far through this through this interview. Yeah, I get to this point. So if you want that track jacket, go to at the Silver Stater, follow them, listen to the record, tell us why you like this favorite song. And one of these days within the next whatever, there'll be a live um social media thing where we pull it out of the random lottery thing and you win a jacket. All right? Dude, that's gonna totally launch at the silver stater huge you, you're gonna have a million followers for Gosh, thank you, you're welcome you're welcome taylor yeah sorry ronnie i hope you don't feel left out on the at the killers oh no know. i'm fine all right i'm glad so you know ronnie in a way this this is tr- the true story here this whole super this whole nice words <laughs> podcast came from something that you said years ago totally what? true story yeah yeah this whole podcast Started with something that you said. I don't think you remember this. It was a big takeaway yeah. for me. We were at the High West uh, High West Whiskey Distillery, right? In Park yes. City. Yeah. Restaurant, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, great. They make some good stuff. Some good hooch. Uh, High West, if you want to be a sponsor of the Super Nice Club podcast, give me a holler. Um, but anyway, you told me that you find people uh, interested, that you find people interesting who are interested in their work. You said something like, you know, I don't care if they're a musician or a plumber or a waiter, as long as they're passionate about what they do. You know, if they're interested, I'm interested. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Do you remember having that, expressing that to people or to me? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, vaguely. Yeah. All right. It sounds like something I'd say. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> something that you said. And I realized that when you said that, a little light went off. I'm like, man, I share that same view, but I've never really vocalized it or articulated. Mm-hmm. And since then, I have a lot of times to a lot of people. And it's the heart of this podcast, like the idea that people who are aligned, like who have aligned their passion with their work and their careers, right? That's, those mm-hmm. are the people I'm talking to. So mm-hmm. thanks for that. That's all I want to say. Thanks for that moment, man. Oh, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Happy to be an inspiration. Well, Ronnie's always, yeah, he's always said that, man. I mean, if, if you know Ronnie, and even if you don't, He's a man that appreciates uh, quality and passion. 
And I, I've yeah, heard this. I remember him saying the same thing, Todd, about like, I mean, several times. We've spent a lot of time together, but uh, I've always appreciated that about Ronnie. And it's so you know, true. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> Are you crying? Don't cry, man. I am a, just a little, little tear. It's so true, though. Somebody who's really interested in what they're doing, whether they're a beekeeper or an accountant, if they're passionate about it, they can tell great stories about it and they can make it sound riveting. And it makes them really interesting. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's just the secret to one of the secrets to happiness is to do um, the things that you love. And if, and if you need to, and you feel like you could monetize that, that's even better. But I think, I think we're all sort of laced up in some way. We have some sort of uh, intrinsic desire or, or gift or, or something with that. I think a lot of people take, take for granted. Some people are, are always searching for it. I just think it's a really, it's an important part of, of living is to be able to, to uh, find that and, 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 and do good things with it. I agree. If you're, if you're lucky enough to do that, Taylor, I want to talk a little bit about something that is interesting to me, which is your dental work. Can you tell us what you do a little bit Oh, in well, your, in your, so in your side hustle? I would love to. Excellent question, Todd. I'm glad you asked. Um, when you showed me, and you showed me on your phone, like these different, uh, I don't know if they were CAD drawings or what they were, but of different teeth and things like that, way back when you were showing me like, I don't know, it was just really cool. You were really into the artistry of it. And it was really interesting to me. So I just kind of wanted you to kind of get that across real quick. No pressure, oh, go. Okay. No, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a very good dental technician. Ceramist, I do it all. I can do every step in the process. Specialize in full mouth. So you make teeth for people, right? That want to have perfect teeth? Yeah, I make teeth. What is that process? The, the, the sort of... It's hard. But it's hard. You do it by hand, it. right? It's not just... Yeah, I do it by hand. Yeah, for sure, man. I put my hands on them. And you were telling me once... You were telling me once that there's... There's and this is years old information, but that there's a sort of a difference. There's the real sort of craftspeople like you that do it by hand, and then there's also you can just do it through a computer now, right? Basically through printer printer technology. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, I'll always do it by hand, but I do still. There's a lot of places that'll do it by like digitally, all the way through, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, but I do utilize like the, the digital aspects of things, but it, in the end, I, uh, I do it all by hand and I'm good. So when people want to get crowned, they want to get their teeth kind of redone. Like, like a Hollywood star wants to get a new mouth. They go to somebody like you, right? Because you're one of the best. Yes. And what would that, what would that, what will, let me rephrase that. What will that run me? Oh man! Oh yeah! <laughs> you want to get done, dude? That's gonna be. We're looking at forty grand. I need them all fixed, man. Forty grand. That's so. I'm. I'm. He's seeing my teeth through the. I'm getting a free estimate right now for my ugly teeth. Yeah, forty grand. All right. I'm just. I'm saving I'm, up now. I'm. I want to run. I want to surprise you and give you a lower price. But just judging on what I see. All right, June. June. June 10th is my birthday for that surprise. Uh, <laughs> uh, how is this? So play, 
I don't mean to get too delicate with you guys here. I hope this isn't a problem, but how is playing together like this, you know, impacted your friendship? I mean, it's got to be kind of challenging being a band together because that's a whole different kind of relationship. And then there's the business aspect of being in a band. Do you guys think you do a pretty good job with that? Do you ever have to struggle with that? No, I think we both, I think we both realize that we, how lucky the situation is Mm -hmm. um, and how, you know, so we value that and um, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's good to have a, you know, a friend out on the road. Um, I mean, we're, we're all friends, but it's, it's nice to be able to, um, you know, sort of handpick um, some of your favorite musicians who also happen to be your friends or neighbors. Um, like it was, was the case with Ted um, mm-hmm. as well. And it's just, um, I, I just feel really lucky about all that and, and thank thankful for it. So it doesn't, there's no, um, there's no like growing pains or anything. No. And he's right about that. There was one, there was one situation in South America. I don't remember what city it was, but Ronnie hit me in the balls really, really fucking hard <laughs> with the bag that he was holding. Ronnie used to do that thing where you would do something and, and you would end up punching the other person in the balls. Oh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It sounds like fun, hand, though. It was like yeah, a handshake no way, and no then you for the balls. No, I'm pretty no, sure. No, he just yeah, it was something. He just hit me, and you know what? We're we had been on tour for a long time. I just talking about. I love Ronnie more than ever, but things do get like right. you know, it's tough on tour. <laughs> so, <laughs> just sometimes it gets tough. He hit me in the balls so, so hard, and he didn't mean it. He didn't yeah. mean to hurt me. He was just fucking around. But uh, man, it was like um, I just that takes, we were all just tired. And like, man, sent me over the edge. So I, I got upset, yelled, said things I regret. But uh, in the end, um, yeah, I love, I, I love him more than ever. I just said, listen, you could take the shot in the balls, like a man, <laughs> or you can, or you can choose a window or aisle seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you guys um, on Big Talk from a, from a Super Nice Club fan, Instagram, at Killers Quotations. There's also a Killers fan. They want to know about your last Big Talk. Your last Big Talk record was the eighth one, I think. It's number eight. Straight, yeah. no, straight in, no kissing. Yeah. Did you guys number ever eight. get that? Did you guys ever give away that bubble bath? Did anybody ever buy the bubble bath? Oh, that bubble bath happened. That shit Did happened. it happen? Yeah, oh, yeah. What happened? All right, let's hear the story of the bubble bath. Can is it? Can we tell the story of the bubble bath, or is it a top secret group bubble bath experience thing? No, it was it was very it was very professional, very clean, as you can imagine a bath being with bubbles. Um, Be- beautiful room, beautiful settings. Yeah. Wow, I'd forgotten about that. We had thrown a bunch of you know that we were doing this thing where people um, would. Uh, by certain packages, experiences, <laughs> right? And I thought, oh, okay, that, that's new. That sounds hilarious, and this will never happen. But, um, yeah, why don't we do a, a bubble bath, you know, or uh, rent a Lamborghini and drive it around Las Vegas, you know? And 
and these things actually happen. Um, or at least the bub- bubble bath happened. <laughs> that was um, pledge music, yeah, right? That was a pledge that's music what thing. It was called right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, you know, you, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> All right. So, it, it, no, no other details than that. Huh? Where, where did the bubble bath bath take place? Well, that that was kind of the fun part. the The place that that we had the bubble bath in was actually the private residence of Jackie Gone, who who occupied, I think, the second or third floor of the El Cortez, on in the old part, and it it had been un touched um he'd been gone for quite some time and nothing had changed it it was like from 1975 it was it was 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 pretty awesome yeah i mean beautiful like i don't know what kind of marble it is but it's like pink Mm -hmm. and uh uh, all the pink marble marble and it was uh and the faucets were were big brass swans and and the fucking swan uh, the wings or the faucet were the, handles were the, were the hot, hot and cold. cold. You couldn't uh, get. I mean, you couldn't find a better awesome. bubble bath place. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so the person who got the bubble bath was just was just a big fan. Uh, yeah. Maybe I. You know, I think so. <laughs> okay, so so Jackie Gunn, uh, he actually purchased the El Cortez for four million dollars in 1963, which I think it—that's kind of a. Um, I think he paid too much, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a lot. Is it still there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still there. It's a really, it's a really great uh, hotel. I mean, it, as far as is. Being able to see a, a piece of uh, a piece of st- a structure that's still around in Vegas is a rarity, and so the fact that that still occupies the same corner off of Fremont Street is it's pretty cool. I, I'm, I, you know, it's, it's cool. Well, so okay, cool. So we got the bubble bath question, I think, well answered. Appreciate it. Let's kick this up a notch, okay? Yeah. Let's get into let's. <laughs> Okay, now I'm ready. Now you're ready. Hey, do you still have uh, do you still have Werner Herzog as your mobile phone voicemail? Yes, I do. Yeah, my ah. ongoing. Yeah, I remember. I would call it just to let friends listen to how awesome it was. Yeah, that was me calling and hanging up and calling and hanging up back in the day. That was you. I might be able to do an impression of that. Uh, let's hear it. Let's do it. Let's kick it up. Hello, this is Ronnie Venucci's cell phone. Please make some kind of sense, or else I will category categorically delete this. What? Am I close? Uh, uh, you're you're close, uh, man. Yeah, you're closeish. Yeah. Um. Apparently. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm Todd. I'm I'm going to send you a link. Okay. Email this page. The Jackie Gone Suite. Okay, Todd. Here we go. Oh, you're writing this out for me? Fantastic. I well, no, I'm it. just you can get sort of a vision. <laughs> you can get a visual of what this place is. They actually rent this out now. You can book it for rentals. Yeah, oh, it's okay. huge. It's I think it's a three bedroom place, right? It's oh you there's a clear picture of where the bubble bath was. Where the where the Oh incident. my God. Look at this place. I'm looking at pictures of the Jackie Gons. Oh. First of all, and the kitchen. The kitchen is is 
uh, this is a time warp. Even the phone is everything's there. Yeah, yeah. everything is. Ah, oh, this place is incredible. Yeah, I hope you stayed there that night, or did you just do the bubble bath and split? Uh, it was an option, I think, but I think we just, I think we split. Oh, there's uh, Zenyatta Mandata on the wall. Oh, there's the, there's the, there's the swan. Right, it's a duck, you guys. I'm looking at. Is that a duck? Look That's at it. it. Come on, what is it, Taylor? It's a duck, right? It's a swan. Duck or it? swan? I mean, what is a swan but a big duck? Um, all right, guys. So, uh, I don't know if you're ready for this or not. If you did anything, but super nice challenge. You guys get to issue a challenge to the super nice club listeners. Just something they can do that, uh, you know, helps the world be a little bit of a of a nicer place. You guys got anything? Oh, and this time we we need it, right? I mean, this is uh, this is we're all at, <coughs> hopefully at home, anchoring yeah. down, yeah, for the next little while, and um, people are losing their jobs, and it's uh, and uh, people are losing their lives. I don't mean to get too dark, but yeah, we could use some super nice um, challenges. Is that what we're supposed to do? Is challenge someone to do something super nice? Here's the super nice challenge. Right. Try saying a quarter of the words that you feel like you want to. Wow. The the you get eight questions per day. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to restrict my. Um, uh, yeah. We're gonna move on from this one. <laughs> <laughs> what did Ronnie say? We're, nothing. Ronnie's got nothing. Ronnie's got no challenges. Okay, you know what? Go get go get the the older ones in your life. Run their errands for them. You know, it's like people my age. Run my errands. People Todd's age, like uh, ask them what they need. They need <laughs> like uh, dishwasher detergent. I need I need a bubble bath for that. at El Cortez. I need an El Cortez <laughs> yeah. bubble bath. Yeah, this I don't know how we do that in a time of social distancing. Yeah. I know, six feet away. Um, do you guys have a question for me? You always the podcast guests always get to ask me a question unfiltered. Oh, yeah, sure. Taylor, you want to go ahead and field this this question? You got a question yeah. for Todd? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got. Um, uh -huh. How did you mm -hmm. land this girlfriend in LA? <sighs> <laughs> well, first of all. I object to the term land, okay? I didn't land anybody. That's borders on misogynist. She's not a fish. She's a woman. Uh, Sandra and I met online. We met on Hinge. We met on Hinge uh, after we'd kind of both given up. Uh, we were just those um, sort of embittered social media dating profiles where your mm -hmm. pictures are just like, Meh, and everything you say is like sort of snarky. So I think we we uh, discovered the snark in each other. What it was was she said, she said uh, one of her her comments was something along the lines of, "I have an impeccable taste in music." Ooh, that's and so a bold I, claim. I responded, "It's a super bold claim, right?" So I just said, "Oh, really? Prove it," or something like that. And she sent me her Spotify playlist, and it's pretty damn good. I was like, okay. "Yeah, that's true," and it went from there. We started chatting, and you know, about a month later, we actually found time to meet in person uh, down in the Bay Area, and 
three things led to another, and we're down here in LA, locked up. This is a locked good test. Up. It's a good test of a of a relatively new relationship to be. Is she there? Yeah, it's a great test. There's yeah. a lot of she's, silver. She's, There's a lot of silver in, in this situation. You know, what what is your silver besides being locked up with uh, the, the? Oh, the, that's the new, easy one. New lady. Well, she is the silver for this period of my life she may be the she may be the platinum i think she's the platinum i think she's going to be the platinum but for this uh period right now it's just been the simple fact that i have no excuses at all not to pursue some of the projects that i've been backburnering and to sharpen my my skills sharpen my writing skills sharpen my editing skills, uh, sharpen my, my skills uh, as a creative. And so the silver, although I have less work and there's you know financial struggle with that, I'm diving into a script that I have put off for 20 years that I've always said, even before I knew how to write scripts, I said, I'm gonna make this a script someday. So I'm diving into that project and I am working with some other people on projects that uh, we just said, oh yeah, someday we should do this. Well, now is that someday because, you know, I've got a lot of time. I'm also taking some master classes online. Like I'm doing one right now with uh, Chris Foss teaches the art of negotiation. Like who knew? Just sounds interesting. It is pretty interesting. Yeah. Body language yeah. and, and all these verbal cues and, you know, learning mirroring. You guys know mirroring? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've heard yep. of mirroring. I, you've heard of mirroring. I feel like it. You feel, I feel like, like it? I know. I'm I want it. to say like I'm doing I know, it right now. But I, I'm not certain that I know. You're not certain. And he's doing it right now, Taylor. It's when <laughs> you're having a conversation with somebody, and by repeating the last, it could be a sentence or the last few words, it lets the other person know that they're being listened to, they're oh. being heard. Oh, acknowledged. Acknowledged, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I. Well, that's that's great, Todd. I'd like to I'd like to bring up um, the last time the Killers played. We were talking about uh, the coronavirus, and you know when the Killers play, you know we do a little group meeting before we get on stage and just like talk about you know we're a team, so it's like you just discuss what's going to happen, and sometimes we make what's it lighthearted. And I said, well, from what this from what I've heard, this virus isn't going to peak until like. Uh, mid-April. And Ronnie said, okay, Taylor Mill from the CDC. <laughs> that was like months ago. Here we are, dog. FaceTiming. Nostra not fucking dominance. Not, hey, not I just hope you're right and that it is peaking in April. I just hope you're right and this this you it comes to be true. I, I have my doubts, but Ah, I don't even want to get into that so much. So, uh, oh, so okay, it needs it needs to be done. Really. So it does good. need to be done, and you guys have both been pretty impacted by this, Ronnie. You guys have pushed the tour off officially quite a bit, or what's going on with that? Yeah, I mean, I, every day we're sort of got an ear down to the ground um, as as to what people are doing, um, and and you know statistics and and all these different sort of ways to measure this thing and we're just kind of making sensible moves as we can um the goalpost keeps moving and so right you know a week ago 
the conversation was a little different now. We, now we're now you know the, the, we're looking to to uh, you know the fall now. We're totally bypassing summer. We're seeing what's going to be available. I mean, if we were the only you know traveling band to figure this out, it would be easy. But there, every everybody is affected by this, and then you also have to be sensitive. Is like to to what you know after the wave crashes. Um, are people going to be able to have the luxury of like going out again and, and seeing concerts? I mean, this is, it's not going to be, unfortunately, it's not going to be, okay, well, uh, we're done with this back to normal. It's going to take a while to sort of, um, get over this. And, um, and so we're just, you know, we're being sensitive to that too, you know, just as, unless there's a, a vaccine, um, and, uh, and there's a bunch of money given away. It's, it's going to take some time to, for people to, um, get out from underneath this. And, and so we want to be careful with that too, and not be too insensitive. So have you put our tickets on sale already, Ronnie? Have you guys had to deal with that? Um, we we've been postponing, um, the on sale for, for, uh, for North American dates, um, until, you know, this wave crashes and, we are uh, probably most likely 99% sure that we're not going to be able to play the, um, the May dates in, in the UK and in Europe, but um, we will, uh, you, you know, of course, honor and do whatever we can to make, uh, to make lives easier. And I think we uh, have uh, already a held date, um, but you know, don't take my word for it. Everything is, like I said, it, it's, it's all fluid right now. Um, as this thing sort of, um, does its thing with our planet. Um, we're just kind of moving in the most sensible directions we can. Yeah. So guys, gentlemen, friends, super, yeah. can I, can I say thank you now? What do you think? Is it, is it, can I thank you for, for being on the, on the show today? Oh, or was I that go- such a shit show that it's not worth thanking you for? It's, What's our yeah. judgment now? I'm not sure if people are going to enjoy this or in what way they're going to enjoy this, if they do enjoy this. Um, but, uh, thank you for, uh, for the chat. It's nice to see you again. We should do this just, you know, privately more often. I will see you guys. I'll see you guys in the real world after this all passes. Okay. I hope so, man. You guys stay safe and, um, stay healthy and, Try to stay inside, Taylor. And there you have it, super nice people. A conversation with Ronnie and Taylor. Unfortunately, technical difficulties cut off Taylor's uh, end comments about the challenges of his band, The Silver Stater, releasing a new record into the teeth of the coronavirus. So we're going to add The Mirror, brand new track from The Silver State, in just a couple of seconds. You're going to hear that. Remember to follow them at The Silver Stater on Instagram. Get behind this band. It's a great band. And don't forget to subscribe to Nice Work wherever you get your podcast. Most definitely leave a review if you'd like to. We'd love to hear from you. Give us feedback. So message us on Facebook, Instagram, plain old email, Todd, T-O-D, just one D, at superniceclub.com. Or you can just call me. Call me directly. Number 707-500-1580. And please, be a member of the Super Nice Club. All you have to do is follow us on Instagram or Facebook. If you want to represent with some super nice 
street fashion, just go over to supernicequeclub.com and use discount code SUPERNICEKILLERS for 15% off. Stay nice, everyone. Secret face.